you have the power to transform people's lives by saving them money or giving them time back or helping them make more money or improving their livelihood or giving them guidance to live a live more fully or whatever. Whatever your transformation is, you have that power to make that happen. listening to the Do Good Business Podcast, your safe space to let that passion out, explore how you can build a better business, and do some real good in the world. I'm Sarah Williams, founder of Rebel Office, and your guide as we look into businesses from all over the world who have learned how to prioritize profit, people, and planet equally. That's right, Rebel, it's time to redefine the words business as usual. So cozy up and settle in for some real talk about building businesses with real impact that also make real income. What are you waiting for? We've got work to do. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Do Good Business Podcast. Sarah here with another solo episode to give you my top tips for designing new offers for your business that not only feel aligned, but are also attractive to your audience, i.e. they actually sell (laughs) and make you money. I've totally been there creating offers either that I am so passionate about, but don't sell and people are like, what is this trash? And then I've also been where I've created offers that feel super sexy and people love them and they're doing really well, but it like sucks my soul out and I hate offering them. And then I just want to burn everything down to the ground. So finding that balance between both is critical. And when you do find that sweet spot, honestly, magic happens and you can feel the momentum and the traction happening in your business. It's amazing. So how can we actually go ahead and find that sweet spot? I will say, I think that alignment does take priority, at least for me, if it feels good, but it isn't performing quite how you want. I'm very pro, like, don't ditch it. If it feels aligned and it feels like the right thing to do, then don't automatically throw it in the garbage, adjust it and figure out, okay, what's not working about it for other people? How can I keep what I like about it and then adjust it to work for others as well? So We'll talk about all of that. Um, Basically, what I want to do is go through how you can start with taking a 360 view. And then, okay, once you figure out what your new offer is that you want to create, how do you go through actually creating it to make it work not only for your business and the lifestyle that you want, but also for your audience? Okay, so let's start with taking a 360 view. I want you to first start by looking at all of your offers. What do you currently have in place that you love that's making money? And are they the same? Okay, like, do you actually love what you're doing? Um, And is it making you money? Or is there stuff that's making you money, but you don't love it? Kind of like what I talked about before. And what's not doing justice for your business? Like what is no longer sustainable for where you want to go? What's dragging you down? What's just there, but you're not really like you're your passion's not behind it anymore or what's there and it's just sitting there and no one's buying it. Is it just adding kind of to like the noise of your offer suite? Having a really critical and like honest approach to looking at what you're currently offering is so important. And like, honestly, it's great to loop in your team with it as well because 
they know. <laughs> and sometimes it's hard to um, take that constructive feedback. But at the end of the day, everyone is working to make your business a success. So bringing that them in and asking yourself, okay, what's working? What's not? What do you feel is aligned? What's not? Maybe there's something that you're not seeing that they are and vice versa, right? So Something else that I talk about a lot is diversifying your offer suite. So basically what that means is having offers at different price points and resource requirements to cater to your ideal clients at different points in their journey. So when you are looking at, okay, where do my offers sit in my offer suite? There are basically four columns that stuff can fit into. Your education, which is all your freebies, your um, content creation, your like inbound marketing, Two is your entry point. So the low cost prerequisites. So these could be um, paid trainings or low cost courses or paid digital products. Those entry points that have super low barrier, but are basically the prerequisites to working with your higher level offers. So how are you preparing people and getting them like the stuff that you don't really want to do? but they need to have in place the foundational elements. How are you delivering those to get them ready for when they do move up to your mid and higher tier offers, which are your elevated column, which is your third column and elite. So elevated is more scalable, but also a little bit higher touch points. So it's mid tier. These could be um, like, if you're a social media manager, these could be kind of like packages that you just kind of like pump out. So they're not custom. There are specific things that people subscribe to. It could be a group program. Um, whereas your elite offers are a lot higher resource intensive for you normally. And th this is all very general. Your offers, we can look like anything. Um, but when you think about elite offers, it's normally the one-on-one -on -one work or the luxury retreat or the higher tiered group program or the custom packages, um, that kind of stuff. And once you've mapped it out into your education, entry, elevated, and elite columns, all of your offers, and I'm talking like assets as well. So your lead magnets all go in there, any sort of content creation, paid and unpaid, drop it into your diversified offer suite. And how do they all flow and like go together? Can you package things or have upsells or downsells so that they all seamlessly work with each other. A client that comes in, no matter where they come in in your offer suite, where do they go next and understanding what that flow looks like. What's great about doing this is that it also shows you opportunities for potential new offers. So now you have the opportunity to look at your offer suite and be like, what's missing? Like, where is there a gap in the flow that I want my clients to have once they're in my business's ecosystem? So now let's jump into how many steps do I have here? Seven, six, seven, seven steps um, for creating a new offer. And not only, like I said, not only just like a new offer to put out there and make money, and we'll talk about money <laughs> at the end, but um, more so like it's aligned and also it performs well. Do you know what I mean? So step number one is market research. Surprise, surprise. I talk about market research all the time. It's so important when you're starting to explore new offers to talk to your audience and to figure out what they actually need. If you need more support with this or if you have an integrator or OBM on your team that you want to just like take care of this, make sure you grab our manual for market research. Um, the link's rebel.office.ca slash manual dash research. 
And it walks you through the entire process of like what questions to ask, what kind of approach to market research should you take, all of that fun stuff. It breaks it down a lot more than that. Um, I might do an episode later on market research. We'll see. Um, But for now, if you want to like start that conversation ASAP, which I highly recommend, make sure that you head on over and grab our manual uh, for market research. And once you've already spoken to your audience and you have a good idea of like where their obstacles are, what kind of life they desire, what kind of price point they're willing to pay for this sort of transformation, all of that fun stuff, then, and it's not only that too, it's like, how do they like learning? How do they like receiving content? How do they like engaging with you? Because that's going to determine the structure of your offer as well, right? But number two, once you've gone through all that is to check in on your lifestyle and make sure that the structure that like now ideas have been sparked from market research and you have an idea in your head of what it's going to look like, check in on your lifestyle and make sure that the actual structure you're designing gives you what you want in life. Okay. I know this feels a little bit fluffy, but honestly, it's so important. (laughs) I've been there and I, I totally understand that like the value of your lifestyle is so important. So if you hate doing calls maybe don't do one-on-one coaching or build your packages to include a video check-in instead of like weekly hour-long progress calls. Or on the other side of it, if you love one-on-one environments or intimate like live settings, make sure that that's a component of your offer, whether it's like small group programs or one-on-one work, make sure that you have that live component in there. So it's really checking in on what you actually like doing um, is really important. And then map it out. So now that you've checked in, you have a general idea of what you want it to look like. You have some validation from your audience. Now it's time to map it out. So determine what your price point is. So not only a pay in full, but are you going to have pricing plans? What are the deliverables? So what are the very specific things that they get? Another thing that I like to do when I'm mapping out offers is to determine like or map it out. It's called like a transformation map. So what do your ideal client's lives look like before working with you for this offer during the process? And then after they've gone through the offer that will help with your marketing copy, but it also helps kind of check back in on your deliverables to say, okay, maybe I'm missing something here. What can I add to really build this out and be like the most epic impactful offer anyone has ever purchased before in the world? (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay, so once you map it out, then step number four is to assess. So go back over what you've mapped out and make sure that you assess that it's good to go. I think it's always really good to check back in regularly as you're going through this design process to just make sure that like nothing's feeling off. It's okay. And just if you're into human design, <laughs> I'm a projector and one of my like, or I'm an emotional authority. and part of that is like me sleeping on it. So even if I have an idea and it feels great and I've gone through and built something out, I always take a step back and just like come back to it another day to make sure that that's still there or if I have any other ideas. So um, play around with that a little bit. But then step number five is assets. So once you've assessed it, you've mapped it out, you know what needs to happen, you know all the moving parts of your offer, build the assets. And why I say this is like being as prepared as possible is going to make you so much more confident when you go to sell. It's going to make you so much more confident when you're delivering because you're not building stuff as you go. You've done it all beforehand. And 
that's really going to help your impact and help you like stay in that place of service because you're not stressed out and like running like a chicken with its head cut off. You're good to go. You know exactly what needs to be in place. You've got it in place already. And it's just a matter of like sending it to your client. Super. And then step number seven is automate. So automate as much of those assets as you can. Um, we love HoneyBook for this. At Rebel Office, we use HoneyBook for our client relationship management system. Um, check it out. Another very common one is Dubsado um, or 17 Hats. There's so many out there. Um, if you do want to check out HoneyBook and it looks good for you, make sure that you use code Rebel Office, all one word, to save 50% off your subscription for the first year. It's amazing. Um, and what it basically allows you to do is set up workflows and like have all your assets like in there and ready to go. It really streamlines the onboarding process, especially if you're working in like a one-on-one or group setting. Um, so basically how we have it is like you have a application form and then it kickstarts, like they automatically receive an email acknowledging that. And then we have our proposal, like our service, um, agreement and invoices, all that stuff is automated. Um, and good to go and prepared so that there's no barrier of resistance there. And then, like I said, this is really just going to strengthen the actual delivery of your offers because there's no stress. It's literally, <laughs> there's zero stress. You just show up and serve and it's amazing. Um, if you do grab HoneyBook or if you have it and you feel like you're not using it to the fullest potential, make sure that you... Um, grab our HoneyBook on demand service. Just go ahead and book that in. We have a two weeks tops turnaround guarantee and it's basically us going in and setting up your HoneyBook um, exactly how we think we would do it. It's totally hands off for you. We go in with our expertise and just build it out um, to make sure that it's totally handoverable to you. So you just hop in and it's good to go delivering for your specific services. And then step number seven, the last one is to test it. Okay, run your offer through it with like two to three people, whether this is at a discounted rate for free or you're just not discounting at all and you're going to run it as you run it, but you reach out to people specifically, however you operate or like what feels best for you to get people through your program um, or offer is so important. And if even if it's like a digital offer, like a course or something that you're building, Maybe with a digital product, I would recommend more than two to three people. I would say maybe three to five to up to 10 if you want to run like a full beta run of it. But getting people to test it is so important because what you're going to do then is just continuously improve from there because odds are it is not going to be perfect right off out of the gate. And it might not be perfect for your clients, but it also might not be perfect for you. So it's okay to continue to tweak it as you go. And that's why that test phase is so important. Okay. So just remember to always check back in and make sure that it's delivering not only what you're promising on and like going above and beyond on that, but it's also giving you what you want in life. So again, maybe there was a component of your program that you've built that you thought was the structure that you wanted. And then you realize like, "Ah, I didn't really love doing that. Like, what can I do instead? And then you can start to get creative and do that problem solving. Um, And that's just, it's great. And continuous improvement is just going to continue to happen. And your offer is going to keep getting stronger and stronger as you grow more social proof and you get more people through the door and you learn and you figure out how to make it even better. It's amazing. Now, 
Um, I just want you to remember too, I have a couple of like final notes <laughs> that when you're starting to build out your offer, I just want to keep, I just want you to keep it in mind. So your impact in the world and what this show is all about is doing good business and having an impact and using our business for good and for serving and for making a difference in the world. And your impact on this planet comes back to, at its core, your business's services. Our last solo episode, I talk about really like where you're showing up and where you're doing service is where and like you being successful determines the impact that you have in this world. Go back and listen to the rant if you want to. Um, but at its core, your impact comes back to your business's services and the relationships that you build in your business, whether it's with partners, clients, your team, you have the power to transform people's lives by saving them money or giving them time back or helping them make more money or improving their livelihood or giving them guidance to live a live more fully or whatever. Whatever your transformation is, you have that power to make that happen. So my final note is that like, yes, you need money to continue to be able to serve people. It's important to charge. Make sure that your offer is priced accordingly and it's okay to like you're not being selfish for charging or like charging a high rate. That's so important for you to like continue to give to yourself as well. But leading with money, you also need to make sure that service in general, you're leading from that place of service. That service is at the root of where where you're going and like what you're doing. So when you believe wholeheartedly that you have the power to change your clients' lives and that your offer is going to have a significant impact in their lives, that your offer is going to, and you know that it is going to deliver on that transformation and that your offer can help them do that, then the money's going to come. Okay. So when it comes down to like, if you're getting your calculator out and calculating, okay, well, this is my offer now. If I can get 10 people into this and I charge three grand, that's 30K and amazing. So now I'm setting this goal of 10K people. I've been there. I've done that. I pull my calculator out too. It still just happens, but it's so important to just look at it at your offer and be like, is my offer worth that? Is the transformation that my offer gives, not even just for your like time and energy input, but like, is that transformation, what's that worth to them? And you can start to think about that and like make sure that you're always coming back, like I said, to that place of service and just making sure that you're delivering there because that's really where the impact's going to come and the money is just going to follow. Okay, so there is my rant on designing offers. Um, If you have any questions at all about building your offers, if you want to make sure to um, our work parties, we've changed the structure to week long work parties. So Monday through Thursday, two hours intensives for each of those four days. And a lot of it is focused on actually reviewing your offer suite and auditing it, and then going in and auditing the individual experiences of each of your offers and building out any sort of assets or designing anything that needs to be designed um, and implemented. Like it's, there's the strategic piece, but then there's also the really like at the end of the day, it's an implementation piece for your offers as well. And if you want support with that, make sure that you head on over over to rebeloffice.ca slash work dash parties um, and apply for one of those. Um, depending on when this episode goes out, I'm not sure what our availability is, but make sure that you go in and apply. Um, and I would love to work through your offers with you. I think that it is so important to regularly go back and assess 
um, and do that market research, check in on yourself as well and make sure that it's aligned, but then also making sure that it's aligned with your audience too. So any questions at all, head on over to our Instagram at rebel office and feel free to not only let me know what you think of this episode. Um, and if you like, or want to hear more stuff like this, like our top tips for doing some things, um, but also just if you have any questions about this or want any feedback on something that you're designing, more than happy to help. You just listened to the Do Good Business podcast. All of the links mentioned are in the show notes for you to check out. And please, if you love this episode, leave us a review and share the good vibes. With a new episode every two weeks, there's so much more goodness coming your way to help you redefine business as usual. Make sure that you subscribe and I cannot wait to see you do good as you build your business your way. Oh, and while you're here, head on over to rebeloffice.ca slash guide dash automate to grab your free copy of our guide, five tasks to automate today to hit 5k months. Because when your tools are working for you, magic happens. You'll get instant access plus an action plan to put all of our tips to real work in your business. Till next time, stay golden, Rebel. Rebel.